Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome to the I Fell Podcast. I'm your host and creator, Shay Ruff, also known as Wisdom by 30 author and owner. What is this podcast about? This podcast is a space where failure is welcome. Our guests and myself will be sharing our failed moments to help you get through yours and be set free from regret. So grab your favorite snacks, drink, friend, while we get free together. See you soon. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the IFL podcast. I am your host and creator, Shay Ruff. Today, we are discussing failing at grieving, and this topic is so needed. So I pray this helps somebody today. Today's guest is Miss CJ Smiley, who is an actress, production manager, and radio personality, and she is here to share her grief journey with us. CJ, thank you for being with us today. Well, you're more than welcome. I wouldn't have wanted to be anywhere else. Thank you. So let's, um, well, we're going to slowly ease into this topic. Yes, great. Yes, we are. (laughs) And so let, so I am big on definition and I'm big on interpretation. So give me your definition, CJ's definition of grief. Hmm. Worst thing imaginable that could possibly happen to you in your life. Wow. Yeah. It's probably worse than death. Probably mm-hmm. worse than losing a best friend. Mm-hmm. Worse than getting shot. Yikes. Probably worse than getting cancer or any of the other diseases that you can accumulate in, your, in a lifetime. Because it is the aftershock of all of that. And oh yeah, that's so true. When everything else either moves on or or, or gets transformed yeah. or dies, the grief, if you're still alive, it's still alive. So yeah. probably the worst thing that could possibly happen to anybody. I wouldn't wish it on an enemy and, and, and I'm petty, so. <laughs> she had to throw the petty part in there good grief okay so so grief is intense let's let's not sugarcoat it let's not put any bows and ribbons on it it is simply difficult grieving is difficult whether it's um family that you lo- that you lose friends that you lose a job a friendship you know, um, things of that sort, like animals, pets. Yeah, pets. Yep, pets is another one. You know, so it is. Um, even a house, losing a house, it is another. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's another way of uh of grief as well. And so we're not gonna sugarcoat it. It's very very tough to deal with. But um. CJ, do you believe that grieving is for getting through specifically losing a loved one? Or do you believe that it it goes all across the board? It's all across the board because whatever you're, whatever you're attached to that you love unconditionally and, you know, it's just been around you for so long, um, I, there's different levels of, you know, how long the grief will last, depending on what it is. Like if it's an animal, you can replace an animal. I don't, I don't see you, um, you know, busting out in tears over um, uh, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> Sally. Right. Uh, what is it, Sadie? No, Sadie. Sadie. I don't see you busting out. Edit that. <laughs> You busting out in tears over, you know, Sadie 10 years after Sadie's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. The 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 level of longevity with grief depends on what type of grief it is, but I completely forgot your question. Oh no, it's fine. I was asking, did you believe if grief is just 
tailored to losing a loved one, you know, when they pass on, or do you believe that grieving goes all across the board? And you pretty much answered that. You said that you believe that it is across the board. Um, And the truth is, it is. But for a long time, I personally thought grief was strictly when you lose a loved one. That's the only time you grieve, you know? That's the only time you actually um, have that moment of uneasiness. That's the only time that it's really, really bad. And that's the only time that it lasts forever. That's it's the main one because you can get over losing your home. You can get over losing your job with another job. Get over losing your home with another home. Get over losing your pet with another pet. Can't get over losing a loan. Yeah. That goes with you all the way unto, until you're the one that's lost and somebody's grieving over you. Wow. When you put it that way, it kind of, it, it, it puts it in perspective for me because, yeah, like I, I may have lost my dream job, but I can go start a business or I can go get another job somewhere else. If I lose a home, I can cry about it or whatever, get my credit repaired and then go back and go buy another one. Or um, if I, I lose a pet, yes, I'm going to cry over my pet and be upset about it, but I can go get another pet. When you lose a loved one, there's no no replacement for that no for, the, for that person. Ain't no get back. All the same. Shit. And and pictures. And if you're lucky, video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause all you have is memories at that point. Yeah. Yeah, all you have is memories. And so like I'm grateful to God that he creates us all differently and I'm grateful that he makes only one us. We may have people that we resemble facial wise, body wise, skin tone wise, but it's only one us. Um, But that's the one thing that I, I kind of wish he was like, okay, well, let me make two of you. (laughs) Sir, where are the stem cells? Right. It could be easier in that uh, retrospect. So tell me, so tell me a moment, a particular situation where you thought you had gotten it all out. You thought you grieved it all out, but it something triggered and and you realized that you had not. Oh shush. Let me think. <laughs> uh I would have to say. Okay, I thought Mm -hmm. that I was over uh, a male associate of mine who was my first. I thought that I was over him. Okay. At least seven or eight years. (laughs) Wow. Every year I thought I was over him. Yeah, and uh, whenever he showed back up, we was boyfriend and girlfriend again. And then whenever he would leave, I was over him. And Lauren Hill, actually, the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Uh, uh, Good album. What the, oh, what's the name of it? Oh, you know the song I'm talking about. Is it X Factor? Yeah. You know that's our go-to. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> yes, that track got me through some really sad sad nights um yeah he 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 had me he had me jacked up man four ways to sundown and um yep it's just a blessing when i finally let him go three years ago (laughs) (laughs) like a roach he just kept coming back man disappeared for five years and then just resurface Yeah, but I am completely over stupid face now. Yeah, but you know, when you when you love somebody and you think in your mind that y'all are supposed to be together, y'all are meant to be together. Even when he says, nah, that ain't the plan. I just want to keep coming over here and hitting it. Oh my. 
you're like, okay, well, that means he loves me somewhere, some part of me he loves. Possibly. You're young, you're dumb, you're stupid, you, you learn, you grow up, you know better, you do better. So that was a moment when I thought I had grieved it out and got over it, and it was not the case at all. So what happened that made you realize that it wasn't, you you weren't done? Honestly, the sex got mediocre. And that was a good closure for me. Um, yeah. yeah, it just wasn't hidden like it was in the beginning. And you know what they say, a woman will take a lot from a guy when the sex is good. That's a true statement. I didn't make it up. It's true. It but, fits in some situations. Yeah, yeah. Some, and I'm a strong-minded uh, woman. One would think, but hey, when it's good, it's good, okay? And not do stupid stuff. It's like truck. It's like drugs. It's like crap. So yeah. So once 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 that little part of the uh, situation went left, I was like, you know what? It's almost like mask off. Yeah, like everything is removed. Now, bruh. Yeah, I'm good. I'm straight. You be you. It was actually it wasn't. But wow. So first of all, let me let me appreciate you and your honesty for that because that plays a major factor. And I am now, and it's kind of late in the game after the fact, I'm an advocate for keeping my stuff to myself like i'm an advocate for not uh being sexually active (laughs) before it's time because what happens is the whole soul tie situation i learned later in life like way later in life oh yeah (laughs) and that thing kind of messed me up and when i finally got it i was like oh i'm too late (laughs) i'm too late but i could kind of fix the situation or whatever yeah way late but yeah so but it happens though that's just the truth of it like it happens we are in relationships we are in we are um intimate and we don't realize that our soul is tying to that person and we don't realize that we take on everything that they are and they take on everything that we are so um one of the better deal yeah yeah I got the crappy end of the deal. Oh Lord, <laughs> which is probably, which is probably uh, sentimental to why I sleep with a teddy bear at forty-something years old. Ain't yes. no, I'm, I'm, I'm still looking for safety, I guess. And, <laughs> and Winnie protects. Me. So I guess that one was a whirlwind because that was that was deep. <laughs> it was. <Yeah. laughs> so with the, so I, with that. We have to, we kind of have to be mindful, but I'm glad that you brought up grieving a relationship because a lot of times we don't get out, give ourselves the time to actually grieve because grieving does apply at this point, especially if you've been in a relationship. How long was yours? You were in a relationship with him off and on for how long? At least, at least seven or eight. See, that's pretty... And then for a long time, it was like nothing. And then like, poof, out of out of Facebook magic, he <laughs> me, and I just wanted to see what he looked like at this age. And I wow. wonder how bad I was at this age. So went over there, and he he sprinkled some magic on me again. The magic, I love it. I wish y'all could see her. These hand gestures are everything right now with the sprinkle of the magic. But <laughs> so he sprinkled some magic, and you guys were on and off for about seven to eight years. And see, yeah, that's that's a long time, and that's a lot of um. You and we don't realize it that the say that again. You know who I'm talking about too. Uh oh. Well, we'll talk about that after the fact. Wow. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll talk about that one after the after the the podcast. We'll we'll leave some details for y'all. <laughs> but um, 
for you guys to be, you know, together that long, we don't realize that when that time is passing, that things are constantly building. And guess what? Sometimes it's take that same amount of time to get over somebody because you've been in this cycle for so long that you don't realize. Yeah. And I want to point something out too. Uh, not only was I grieving over the relationship, the relationship was giving me grief. Yikes. Wait, it's a two-way thing. You can grieve something and then you can catch grief. Ooh. Wow. Like I that is that is mind blowing because I didn't I didn't think about it in that capacity. Grief. Like, yeah, you you could grieve something and still be catching grief. Yeah, grief can come for you while you're grieving. Double whammy. That just happened. Wow. Yeah, that's that's pretty intense. But yeah, it's it takes time. It really does. And I am for me, I am an advocate of when you are exiting one situation or one relationship, that you should be able to take some time to reflect, to heal, to get some things out before you jump into something else. Cause I know some people who just find themselves in a different relationship all the time. Like they don't give themselves no time to breathe. They break up at six o'clock and be on POF by nine that night. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They don't found at their house at 10 that morning. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's intense and and you're really doing harm to yourself physically mentally and emotionally because you haven't been able to release all of this stuff from the last relationship and so you have to be mindful of that to give yourself a break you're not gonna be alone forever that's that's not unless you speak that over yourself that's not gonna happen but give yourself time to breathe so when the good thing do come along you'll be open to receive it and you won't be so bogged down from your past like that's just the the truth of it. So I'm glad that you brought up relationships because that's that's important. We don't know that it's okay to grieve a relationship. So let me ask you this: Have you ever gone into the career side? Have you ever lost a job, a dream job, or yeah? <laughs> Not only have I lost several jobs that I've liked, I've lost jobs that I didn't like. I've lost several jobs in general. So I don't. Wow fly over jobs because this is like a, 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 a normality for me. But let me see. Oh my God. I got fired from Coca-Cola and I absolutely loved Coca-Cola. Right. I got five or six flags and I absolutely loved six flags. And I got fired from karaoke and that was my dream job. Wow. Still grieving. Oh my God. It just happened. <laughs> You see how angry I just got? See how my, my register went, my volume? Yeah, you, your octave did increase. Still mad about the karaoke gig that I lost for absolutely no reason. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I've lost some jobs, man. So let's, okay, so only if you want to. Uh -huh. Let's talk about the karaoke job. Oh, Tell okay. Tell me about it. <laughs> Tell me what was your dream job about it. Tell me the attributes. Tell me the schedule. Tell me everything that, that entailed it to be your dream job. Oh, man. It was like a Steven Spielberg movie. Day. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Edit that. <laughs> oh, man. It was like a Steven Spielberg movie. Day. It was like a like my E.T. phone home, man. It was like my independent thing. It, yeah. was, it was just a great job. First of all, I didn't have to do absolutely nothing but be myself. You know how many people That's a blessing. want to be they self unapologetically? Yes. I was doing something that I absolutely loved, which was singing and entertaining people. Hello, that's what I'm here for. Right. Right. Making money hand over fist. Okay, I was getting paid like 300 a night for like four hours on top of tips because my public 
love to be. That's phenomenal. I made people happy. They laughed. You showed up to one. You I did her. a couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was just, I mean, it was just the best thing ever, man. I sat there and I played music that I wanted to play. Not this, whatever, this new finger snapping, pants dropping, new kids on the block, Thundercat type. That they playing now. None of that. I was playing old school Master P. I was playing uh, eight ball and them. Yep, that's right down our lane. I was lit old school Ti when he first came. Oh, it was so. It was a beautiful thing, and I and I got to drink. Oh my god, I forgot that part. I got to drink. wow. So I'm drinking. I'm talking crap. I'm playing music and I'm singing and I'm getting paid for four hours to do this. And then on top of that, people tipping me to keep the party going. Best job ever. Wow. It 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 kind of yeah. They took it from me. They took it from you, you say? The devil. Oh no. In 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 a form of in the form of some people. Yeah, because we wrestle not with flesh and blood. It's all spirits and principalities. So, yeah. So, you seem so super passionate about this this dream job. That's why I had to... That's why I had to ask you. Because um, there may be somebody who's listening who may be going through the same thing where they had their dream job and things didn't didn't work out um, and just kind of went left or whatever. And so... I know you said that you're still processing it and still working through it, but what are what is one thing that you've done so far to kind of get you through the 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 hurt of it? Well, it was a long time ago, so obviously I ain't really over it. Right, right. <laughs> I, I thought I was too till you brought it up. <laughs> uh. I just went out. I mean, I kept, first of all, I kept doing karaoke because it's what I love to do. Yeah. Eventually, I started doing karaoke with somebody else because it's that type of industry. Right. Needed help. And they saw how dope I was and humble, of course. Of course. And they gave me a gig and I started doing it with them. And then um, I just started like going, I I still did what I did. I was going karaoke to be. It. That's how they found me because I was going to their karaoke, and they mm-hmm. me, took me, used me, then throw me on the shirt, and then I kept pushing because, you know, I, I guess because of the type of job that it was, like it wasn't a nine to five, and it wasn't a check, and I didn't have to like answer to nobody. I just went back to you know working a regular job, making a check, answering to people. Right. So, uh, but for for a long time, for a long time, I was mad with those people, like mad. But you know what? But God. So every time I go back to them, they're all like, "Hey, CJ, how you doing? Everything good, hey, man?" I dap them up. And what happened was, what turned it around for me, the anger, because I can hold a grudge, baby. I'm a Taurus. I can hold it. Got it. It was one day I was at uh, this um, restaurant where they frequent with my family, and it was my birthday. Okay. And they gave me a shout out on my birthday. And it, I don't know, you know me, I'm, I'm real particular about my birthday. You know, you pretty much say happy birthday to me, and, and, and you loyal. Right. I'm real for life. You know what I'm saying? So when that happened, and I see that, oh, so you don't know I'm mad at you? But you nice right now? I said, okay, well, let me just, because, you know, I was drunk. I was happy. It was my birthday. So I was like, I right, appreciate it. Dapped them up. And ever since then, I just, I just, you know. But I'm still mad, though. <laughs> <laughs> because there was no reason for you to let a player like me go. But, yeah, that was my dream job. And I, for a long, 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 long time, I was mad. But I am definitely one of those fall off the horse type people. And get right back on that sucker and ride. That's good. And ride out, man. Like I, 
I'll be knocked down for a little bit. And I have to sometimes, you know, you know, relax, relate, release, think, bring back. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just got to go back out there and get it done because I can't wallow in my grief. That's what I won't do. I ain't finna wallow in my grief till the grief consumes me like the sea of sadness in the never in the story. So thank you for saying that because I want to I want to put a pin in that. So while it is absolutely amazing to grieve, to feel your emotions, to get it out, to actually do all of the processing of grieving, don't stay there. Don't stay in that space. Definitely don't stay in that space. Don't do that. Don't don't sit in the quicksand, man. Don't sit yeah. get out of there. Don't do it because it it will never ever get better if you post up in it. There you go. And that does, and, go. and that goes for people who are freaking miserable too. The people that you know go through a little something like they might have lost their job and it's the end of the world. Or, you know what I'm saying, somebody cut them off in traffic and they just want to go on a killing spree. Or, you know, or or somebody that lost their um, boyfriend or girlfriend and now they just don't know what they're going to do with life. Like, right. You know, I, 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 I have no, and that, and that might be wrong, but I really don't have no sympathy for people who let somebody else, you know, push them down and they don't fight to get back up. Like, you know, like I have an issue with, suicide too for some reason my mind won't my mind won't allow me to believe that us as black people commit suicide which apparently we do but i just can't see it because i just don't think that anything is ever that bad yeah and so and that's it's not to um it's not to minimize the emotions because trust me them emotions come in like a flood and it's tough and you like Either you want to fight or either you just want to wallow and stay there, crawl into a hole, whatever the case is. And for me also, like, that's something else that I cannot identify with. And I don't know what that emotion feels like or what where it takes you. But um, it has to be pretty intense. Two cousins that committed suicide, one on each side of the family. Wow. You don't believe they did it. But that's just me. That's just me and my mental hangups. Who knows? Like some people are strong, some people are not. Yeah. Some people mental, you know what I'm saying? Like talk to them, like be in the, the, the voices they hear them and they can't get them out, and so that's the way to go. And I can, I can, I, I, I guess I can understand that, but I just don't. I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's to an extent. Like I understand where you are, but I don't understand the the extent of getting. To the point where you execute it, right? Where you actually do the physical thing of it. And so for um for anybody, if you who are listening to this, you're contemplating it or you're going through something, listen. Come back from that. Right. Right. Just um get some help here like reach out um there's a national suicide line there are people that can help just cry out for help and somebody will help somebody will help and so it's never like in this life we will have trials and tribulations like that's not something that we can escape it's not something that we can kind of erase from our stories. It's going to happen. But if you ever get to a space where you're like, I don't recognize who I am and I'm in this weird space, yeah. I I pray for your heart, your mind, will, emotions, your mind Ooh. to be able to. And you know what? Know. That's grief. Yeah, it's grief. That's grief coming at somebody. Oh. Yep, it's grief. It is a form of grief because grief is, I think, just like you said at the beginning, it is, it is, it, it feels like the worst. It does. It feels like the worst. When I, um, the, when I lost my grandmother, well, I didn't lose her, but when she passed on, it was very hard for me to um, get into a space where I could first accept it because for a while I wouldn't, I wouldn't accept. Like I, I went to the funeral. That's the I was there when they put her in the ground. 
but, but I I cannot like I could not accept the fact that she was no longer with us. And so it was very hard for me to to actually get back into a space of okay, I still have to work, I still have to go through this day to day. And while I, in appearance I've seen strong to others and I seem like I was carrying on on the inside like I was torn apart because one she was a pillar to our family two she meant so much to all of us including the people um that she may have just come in contact with once and it just it really just struck something in me like my my prayer life was different my um church going was different my everything was different like I was going through this transition and let me say this like if you ever go through because I did go through this I went through a phase where I was questioning God what are you doing why are you doing this what made you do this what what is going on and it's okay to feel that it is okay to feel that I know some of us have grown up to we grew up hearing don't question God but it is okay to question God and it is okay to definitely ask him questions. So I know for me, um, I had to accept it first and acceptance is the hardest. Would you, would you agree? Uh, uh, not so much for me. Okay. Um, acceptance was it. Okay. So backstory two years ago, 4th of July. Matter of fact, it'll be two years, 4th of July. I lost my mom. And I was a, I am a mother's girl. So yeah. I have been around my mama my entire life. I might have stepped out twice, try to, you know, do this world thing on my own for a year each time. Didn't work out, went right back home. So up until two years ago, moms was literally still tying my shoes. Straight up. Not embarrassed at all. Say what, <laughs> say what I said. You love your mom. <laughs> my mama, she was cooking my food. She was tying my shoes. She was washing my clothes. Okay, I might have washed my old clothes, but sometimes she did too. Okay. It's literally a spoiled, <laughs> grown woman child is what I <laughs> And my mom did everything for me. Like all the jobs I told you I lost, every time I lost one, she had my back. She was my safety net. I didn't even, uh, I didn't even really need to do too much prayer because I had my angel right here. Wow. They holding me down. I didn't need that. I didn't need no man. I didn't need no friends. I had my mama. I could ask her for anything and I would go like this. Hold my hand out. And she Open your hand, yeah. So I it. So two years ago, before she passed, I always said to myself that if my mother leaves here, I don't know what I'm going to do. They might yeah. put me in their will because it's over for me. <laughs> I won't be able to do that. I ain't gonna be able to work. I ain't gonna be able to live. I don't know what I'm gonna do because I don't even know how to cook and I don't know what's going on outside of this world without my mama. But God. Yeah. Years later, now when she passed, luckily or bless, blessedly, I don't know if that's a word, edit that. No, um, it is today. We'll we'll take it. <laughs> for me, um, we were able, we we knew that there was a strong possibility that she wouldn't make it. Mm-hmm. Um, I never thought that she wasn't gonna make it. I always thought that she was, you know, because she's oh man, a lot of stuff has been coming after my mom. The devil been trying to take my mama out, man, and she just been. She were around this thing. Right, bionic woman. <laughs> uh, domestic violence. My dad tried to shoot her, to kill her. Wow. Sometimes, bullet grazed her head. She caught one in the arm, but it was her right arm, and she was left-handed, so and she was a computer person, so she was still able to do her thing. And then, um, I think she had, like, um, breast cancer at one point, and they got rid of that. Wow. And, uh, it was all was so much. Um, and then she ultimately ended up having um, ovarian cancer. Got it. Then they got it. But then, you know, our cancer do cancer be like, ha ha, we still up in the thing, player. Right. So, 
uh, the last time she ended up getting back surgery because it was in a bone in her back. Got so it. A lot of things could have been done differently. A lot of things could have been, you know, it should have caught a water. But uh, ultimately, she left here. But I was able to be by her side. I was able to hold her hand. I was able to talk to her. Good. Able to clean her. Uh, I was able to pray over her and with her. And she went in my at my sister's house with her. And uh, it was really, really hard. It was really hard. But God. And uh, so, of course, we saw it coming. Neither one of us wanted to believe that, that they would ever come because mom was so strong. And it seemed like everything that had ever happened to her, she was able to overcome it. Yeah. This wasn't, this wasn't the one. And, um, you know, in the Bible somewhere, it says that God only promises us 70 years. I don't know where that's at, but maybe you do. 70 years to a person, and she passed right after her 70th birthday. Wow. They talk about somebody was full up of the flow up and still to this day. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm gonna get it out because it's gonna help somebody else. Still to this day, two years later, after all the laughs and all the promo I've done and all the, the crap I've talked and all the parties I've hosted and all the friends I've helped, all the family members I deal with that, you know, at the beginning, after right, right after mom passed, in the beginning, your family and your friends, they go be there for you. Right. Show up. They go help. They gonna hold you down. I had, man, I had my bestie over here. They wouldn't even leave for like a week. I had to kick them out. They had to do it. They didn't know what I was gonna do because they know me and my mom's relationship. So, uh, but after, after the party's over, after the sun go down, you by yourself. And baby, ooh, that grief come in and it sit on you like an elephant. Yeah. You can't breathe. You can't get up. It's terrible. But God, he sent me somebody that came right on in here and suited up and helped me out. Yeah. And uh, my family, my friends, they still came by. And it is literally like every time I hear uh, Love's in Need by Stevie Wonder, which was one of my mom's favorite Stevie Wonder songs, it was that and um, Heaven is a Zillion Miles Away. That's her two favorites. Every time I hear that song, I break down and cry. Every time I see her picture, I cry. Every time I go back to when she left here and read the comments on Facebook, I Right. Whenever I talk about her, I cry. It is the worst part of grief. Um, denial wasn't one of my situations. I knew she was gone because I a piece of me was gone. So yeah. I was gone. it was like, oh, I can't believe it. It, it sucks. It sucks so bad. I never blamed God. Never blame God. As a matter of fact, I thanked him for saving her because she was not herself. She was in the worst amount of pain you could imagine for the best person on this earth. It was absolutely horrific. And every day since then, I've tried to make her proud because I feel guilty that I didn't do enough while she was here. Yeah. 
I didn't warm it up, put my big girl toes on and take care of business when she was here. And now that she's gone, it's like I got it all together, which I absolutely don't. <laughs> I was able to, you know, do some things for the house that should have been done before she left here. And I've, I've just got a few things accomplished. It turns out I can cook. Yes, you can. So apparently some things that um she did that I thought I wasn't paying attention to, I did retain. Uh, turns out I'm a planner, and I can remember that my mom and dad used to have a garden in the backyard when I was like 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, that I remember them actually planting stuff. And yes. that I'm planting stuff is really weird. Uh, I still get fired from jobs, but I, I get back on the saddle a lot quicker than I used to, because <laughs> I don't have nobody here to hold me down for a couple of months till I figure out what I'm going to do with my life. Right. Uh, and I'm taking care of household things that should have been taken care of. It's so sad that she can't be here to see how much I've grown and how more mature I've become. But and baby, let me tell you, I got snot coming out my nose, y'all, so I'm going <laughs> to you are so silly. But grief is life, and life is death, and it's just a whole circle, and it will come to you sooner or later. If you have not experienced it, be grateful. Um, if you still have your parents, man, and y'all ain't got no good relationship, y'all need to tighten up out there because you will never miss your well until your water runs dry, and you will have so much guilt behind it and guilt guilt will outlast grief but they, they will but they cousins though but guilt will outlast grief so yeah um i still have a little guilt behind you know not not being the best daughter that i could have been for my mama and uh not and really i didn't even want to be there in the hospital to see her because I was like that ain't not a mom mama like that and I just couldn't deal and those are those are my mental mistakes and I gotta live with that for the rest of my life that I wasn't present in her last days like I should have been but she knows how I felt about her and everybody else knows how I felt about her and I dealt with it in the best way that I could deal with it and I can't take it back so I'm not gonna wallow in it but it comes and goes you know, I might be having a good day and that song come on and I lose my whole mind, child. Yeah. Yeah. So let me, first of all, I'm going to honor your bravery. Second, I'm going to also honor your authenticity to do this and to share that story because it's still fresh. Um, The emotions that you feel are pure and they are honest. And I thank you for that. And I'm sure those who are listening um, appreciate that as well. And so thank you for giving us a taste of what the process is. Because we can be triggered by a song. We can be triggered by a picture. We can be triggered by sometimes people hugging us. That was my words. Like I was like, stay away from me. Don't hug me because the moment you hug me, I'm going to lose it. So thank you for being being able to do this because you could have been like, nope, stop. I don't want to do this anymore. I just cut it off. But you went through it and that shows a level of maturity and a level of growth and a process that you're going through because we I know it's not easy. And I know some of the people who are listening who have experienced it as well know that it's not easy. So for you to actually do this is so phenomenal of you. And it's so brave. I keep saying that word, but it's true. It's so brave of you to be able to do that. So I thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for, for sharing your story. Do you have any advice for anyone? Absolutely, man. I mean... I don't know what y'all belief is. I don't know where y'all go or who y'all talk to where y'all just don't got nobody else to talk to. I go to God. I believe in God, Jesus, Holy Ghost, Trinity, all of that. So 
I know for a fact that God got his hand on my mind because, baby, I probably should have lost my mind. Yeah. Almost did. But God sent his angels over here in the form of my friends and my family for that first couple weeks, for that first month, because they knew. They knew. I was in bad shape. See, my mm-hmm. sister, she had her husband and her first, had her um, newborn child. So I ain't had nobody. I ain't had no boyfriend. I ain't had no children. I ain't had nobody. And I'm still staying in my mother's home. So, Which you inherited. <laughs> all over this house. Yeah. All kind of memories of her in this house. I probably would have lost my mind in here if I had to be in here by myself. So God sent me a good man over here, honey. A good man. And I I, um, I pray. I pray more now than I've ever prayed in my entire life. Yeah. And it got so bad. I ain't tell you this part. It got so bad in the beginning, like that first year, the first couple of months. It was so bad. I was so angry. Mm, there you go. Man. And everybody, anybody, the mailman, the fly on the wall. Wow. Up in next door. Anybody could have caught it. Anybody, child. I was just mad and angry for no reason. I will as a reason, but I didn't know the reason. I was upset to the point where I knew that I needed to talk to somebody about my about me and my attitude. So I went out and got me a therapist. Good job. Good for you. Because I don't care what nobody say, honey. Black hold on. That's our problem. But we think we know about us. We don't know nothing about us. But what the white man does say. Whatever. That's another story. But I was <laughs> a therapist. And just so happens, but God, it was a preacher from my church who didn't charge me a freaking thing to hear me talk and blow snot and dry tears all in her house for about a month. That's a blessing. Yes, ma'am, it is. So I pray and God hooked me up, honey, and, and he's still hooking me up to this day uh, that I was able to take care of myself for one. That in itself was a blessing. We ain't talking about nothing else. The fact that I'm tying my own shoe right now. Let's <laughs> go to put that in the in the um in the church bucket plate as it come around for that. <laughs> Yeah, so I was angry and I went and saw a therapist and I talked to them long enough and I probably need to go back, but I talked to them long enough to get me over that hump of anger. Yes. Uh, yeah, I went through all the emotions honey, and I'm still going through every last one of them. Every now and then I get mad, every now and then I start crying out of nowhere. Every now and then I'd be like, oh man, mama, I wish you was here. I wish I could have done this way. You know, I'm beating myself up, but still I ride. There you go. Good God, man. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what y'all own or what y'all do or who y'all talk to, Allah, Buddha, or whatever. But whoever, whatever you believe it in, do what you do. <laughs> thank you. I'm telling you who helped me out. Yeah, thank you for that advice. But then again, I don't know about some of y'all because I'm super blessed. I'm a special person. I got all kind of purpose. I was supposed to be here. So I don't know. I'm favored. Y'all don't have to get it like y'all to get it. I said what I said. Sorry, not sorry. And she's, yeah, and she said what she said. There you go. And thank you for saying purpose because a lot of people who do um, experience grief, they get to a place where they don't have anything to live for. And that's just not true. That's That's not true. Because if you did, you would have been gone a long time ago. Not right. only, when it's time for you to go, it's time for you to go. Now, some, some of y'all can rush it by not honoring your mother and your father. Come Stupid. on. You know what I'm saying? And going out here doing what you want to do, living a certain type of life that can get you snatched up out of here before your purpose is met. Uh, don't give me the preaching. Um, Come on, shorten your days. I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm all in the scripture. Come on. <laughs> but that's true, though. That's so true. But you have everything to live for. You do have purpose. And so 
CJ, if it's okay, what I want to do is pray for you. And also pray for those <laughs> and pray for those who are listening. And it's going to be real quick, real quick. So um, we'll pray. Dear God, we thank you for this moment. We thank you for this day and for giving us our daily bread. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us. We pray that we that you just continue to um, love on us and to keep us to God, keep us safe to God, keep our minds to God, keep our hearts, our spirits, Father. I pray that you cover CJ to God as she is evolving through this process of grief to God. I pray that you continue to use her as a vessel as she has been so strong for us today to do this podcast. I pray for every listener who is experiencing some form of grief. I pray that you comfort them in in every way, dear God. Send angels, dear God. Send friends, dear God. Send family members to them, dear God, as a refuge, as an example of who you are and all that you are. And I pray that you just continue to comfort this world, comfort the hearts, dear God, because there's so much going on, dear God. And we're processing things, God, but we know that you have the answer to all of our questions. And so I pray that you just continue to to hover over us and just remind us that you are here with us. There is purpose for all of us and that your will will be done. And we love you and we honor you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So thank you, CJ, again. How can we get in contact with you? Are you on social media? I have some people that's not. Yes, I'm all over social media, boo, because I am that thing. <laughs> I got to be on all platforms, and it's CJ Smiley Face on everything. On okay. Everything. So that's, oh, CJ Smiley Face on YouTube. Uh, yeah, I got a channel. Y'all go see okay. it's a It's a lot less sad on the channel. <laughs> Silly. But CJ Smiley Face, and if you can't find CJ Smiley Face, CJ Smiley will work as well. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And she is always doing something. Her YouTube channel is full of laughs. Her personality is really huge and she's full of life. And that's why she kept cracking jokes throughout this whole <laughs> podcast. And I kept li- laughing or whatever, but that yeah. is who she is. But she still was brave, brave enough to share this story. And so we thank you again, CJ. And so um, do you have anything else to add? Yeah, how much I'm going to get for this? Oh, girl, you know what? Good day. <laughs> Good day. If you air. We'll wait. That, that was supposed to be off air. No problem. You know what? We'll, we'll, we'll pin it. Put okay. a pin in it. Okay. Pin it. <laughs> I have my people call your people. <laughs> I don't have any people. I'll answer the phone. But you can have oh, got it. Well, even better. We'll get direct to business. So thank you again, CJ, for doing this. And thank you guys again for listening. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing it with your friends and your family and your co-workers. You can also see some clips on our website at ifelpodcast.com. We will see you soon. Thank you. Love you, everybody. I love you, everybody. <laughs>